Welcome to Stuff Electricians Should Know, where I bring you bite-sized bits of useful information, usually in the form of an answer to a question that every electrician should know. Alright, episode 61. Let's get into this thing and get started with some Instagram shoutouts. So the first shout out goes to at Brandon underscore K underscore Evans. Now it doesn't look like uh, Brandon's got anything up on his Instagram page yet, but I'm glad that he's uh, glad that you, Brandon, are here supporting Electrician's Library. Definitely appreciate that. And same goes out to uh, at Mr. Angry Pants. I think Mr. Angry Pants has been following us for a little while. And I uh, definitely appreciate him uh, showing the love that he does, commenting and liking and sharing uh, the things that we put up there. So thank you, Mr. Angry Pants, and thanks to everyone else that shows up every day, shows us some love, and uh, keeps us motivated and going on this journey we call life. So one more thing, um, if you uh, happen to miss the announcement from last week, I uh, just want to let you know that I'm getting ready to launch a beta version of a new conduit bending course that I've been working on for some time. Uh, so if you're an apprentice and looking for some uh, some more info on conduit bending, or if you're a journeyman or master that hasn't bent any conduit for a while and and want a refresher, then uh, this is going to be available. You know, hopefully within the next uh, next week to week and a half. So uh, if you'd like to be notified when it's ready, then go to electricianslibrary.com forward slash conduit. Two. That's electricianslibrary.com conduit and the number two. And uh, I'll have a link in the, in the show notes to put your email in there and I'll most definitely notify you unless you know when it's available. So stay tuned for that. Pretty exciting. So, uh, okay. This week I wanted to kind of continue on, uh, kind of on the course of last week's theme of conduit. How fitting. Pun intended. Uh, so this week I've got five tips for all the apprentices out there, uh, that are, that are learning to run conduit. Now, of course, you're, you're going to be trained by, you know, a journeyman that has his or her way of doing things. And, uh, journeyman, if you're listening, you've got your way of doing things. And the apprentices that are working with you, of course, need to pay attention to what you are doing and uh, to what you're trying to teach them because you have the experience. Now, apprentices, whether you like it or not, you need to, you need to listen up and you need to uh, watch and learn the best that you can. But I know that uh, in all trades that the doers aren't always, you know, necessarily the best teachers, I guess you might say. And so that's why I thought I'd pass along a few of these tips. Um, it's easy to get caught up and, and think that, uh, you should know everything or that your apprentice should, should be able to figure it out, but may not necessarily always be the case. Um, so, uh, so anyways, it's always a good reminder to have a few, uh, few tips to, to, you know, keep things fresh on the top of the old noggin. So number one, tip number one, make sure that you know where the conduit run is going. Now, one of the biggest mistakes that anyone can make with any kind of a project is poor planning. And that's true for running con, is true for running conduit as it is for pouring foundation or framing up some walls. You need to plan your conduit run in advance. You need to calculate the entire raceway before you make any bends and you need to look for areas 
that you can put pull boxes to make the run easier. For the love of Pete, make sure that you know how many circuits you're going to be pulling in each run so that you size your wire properly. You want to get this all done, of course, before you start running any pipe. It's going to, it's going to, uh, help prevent any kind of delays in the, in the project and, and a lot of headache really when, it, when it comes down to it. So number one, make sure that you know where the conduit run is going. Uh, number two, when, after you've laid this out, planned this out, make sure that the conduit, as much as it can, follows the building structure as closely as possible. Now, this is especially important if your, if your pipe work is going to be exposed. You want it to, to look good. You don't want your conduit to, to, you know, look like it's just thrown up there with no thought as to what's going on. So don't take shortcuts on, on walls and ceilings with 45 degree angles when you can make it look good and pretty with, with 90 degree angles. Um, take pride in your work, you know, space your, space your pipe the same, you know, develop your system of being able to space, uh, the, the distance in between the pipes so they all look uniform. You know, it all comes back to that pride. You'll, you'll see on Instagram all these, uh, electricians that are posting work of, of their condo work and, and you can tell the guys that really care about their work, man, it's just, it's amazing. And you can, you can look at their work for hours and then there's the guys that, of course, always get the hashtag of electrical hacks or, or crappy electrical. And they, their pipe, you know, let's just face it, it sucks, you know. Nothing is spaced the same. None of it's plumbed up. None of it's, uh, you know, tight anywhere. It just kind of looks like it's thrown up there and, and, uh, you know, just, just take some pride, you know. You're, you're, I've heard it said, you know, it's like an art form. You know, conduit work is like an art, art form and, and it absolutely should be. You should, you should take pride in that work. So, uh, so number two. Make sure that you're uh, following the structures as closely possible to make it look look good, clean, and nice. Number three, uh, use the least amount of bends possible that will allow the conduit run to be installed in a clean, workmanlike manner. Now, remember, you need to keep the total degree, uh, the total amount of your uh, bends degrees under 360 degrees. Uh, if you reference the NEC article 358.26, in the 2017 NEC codebook. Um, also, if possible, try not to make any bends uh, in two alternate planes that are very close together. Because what will happen is if you do this, the wire, of course, um, can bend that way, but a steel fish tape may not be able to get through uh, those sharp bends inside of the conduit like that. So if at all possible, don't make uh, two bends in alternate planes uh, very close together. And, you know, of course, the the more straight run you can put in, the easier the pull is going to be. Uh, along the lines of the pulling, number four, don't make runs longer than your fish tape. Okay, sounds like pretty common sense, you know. Uh, but sometimes this just isn't going to be possible because you're going to have conduit runs, runs that are longer than your fish tape. Um, but when and if possible, um, put a pull box in to allow for some easier pulling. You know, a shorter pull is going to have a smaller chance of, of turning into a problem than a longer, than a longer pull will. You know, if something were to happen in, you know, about the 200 foot mark 
uh, of a 300 foot pole, you're going to have just a wonderful time pulling the wire back out, blowing your string back in. But if you have something happen 150 feet into a 200 foot run and you've got a 225 foot fish tape, then you just push your tape back through. No hassling having to blow the string back in. So if at all possible, you know, put, uh, put uh, pull boxes in, uh, you know, shorter than your fish tape. In fact, I was reading a few uh, articles online, and there are some areas where the guys were saying that their company um, actually made it their rule that uh, they would have a pull box every 100 feet. And that's just, that was the, that was the rule that their company had. And, you know, it makes, uh, makes pulls a lot easier when you can just do them in short runs like that. So number five, here's number five. Make sure that all of your pipe is bonded correctly. Now this is an important one. And if you recall, I covered this in episode 55 and uh, I'll link back to episode 55 in the show notes, but make sure that you properly align all raceway boxes fittings and connections and make sure that all the connections, you know, are tight, you know, ream each cut so that you get, so that you got clean conduit, make sure that all of your connections are tight. If you're installing, you know, metal raceway conduit, which we're talking about here, you've got to have that continuous connection between all the parts of the raceway, the fittings, the boxes, you know, this bond needs to go all the way back to the panel. Um, just to kind of recap why, you know, if you, if for some reason you didn't have your pipe reamed, okay, as you're pulling the wire in, uh, say your insulation gets nicked, uh, down to the copper. And if that, when that wire is energized, if it somehow shorts to the conduit, then the continuous metal path, metal to metal path, uh, of the raceway back to the panel will provide enough current flow for the breaker to trip. Now, if this doesn't happen, um, if there's a break somewhere in the path, and an unsuspecting bystander or the electrician that get called gets called out to come and fix a problem, you know, if they touch this pipe, they could be electrocuted. And think about that. That could be you. So remember, ream the pipe so that you don't nick any wires and then make sure every lock nut, every coupling, every connector is tightened because this could definitely mean uh, the difference between life and death. So I hope that these five tips have, have been helpful and, uh, you know, if they have, I'd appreciate it if you'd head over to iTunes and give, uh, stuff electricians should know a five star rating and review. That, uh, that'll help us get the word out and get the, get the, uh, podcast in front of a lot of other, uh, a lot of other guys that are, that are needing the information. So thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode. Once again, if you want to be notified when the conduit bending course is live, just go to electricianslibrary.com forward slash conduit two. That's electricianslibrary.com forward slash conduit number two. And that's where you're going to find a link to let me know if you want to be notified. Click the link, put your email in, and we'll be sure to send the info your way when it is ready to go. So make sure to run your conduit right. And as always, stay grounded. <laughs>